Gabe Miller here, and I want to personally thank you for checking out our podcast. And I also want to encourage you to click the subscribe button so that each week's message will automatically show up in your feed. Another great way to stay connected with this is on our website at yourimpactchurch.com and on all of our social media outlets at Your Impact Church. I hope this message today encourages you, inspires you, and challenges you. Let's jump into the message. Come on, is anybody thankful for freedom today? Come on, I said, is anybody thankful for freedom? (laughs) I think sometimes we're a little too nonchalant (laughs) about the freedom that we have to worship our God. Come on, there are people all over the world being killed today for their faith in Jesus, and we can walk into a room and sit down, and sometimes we take it for granted that we can come in here, and we can hear the Word of God, and we can worship together. Uh, Man, I'm so, I am thankful, and I am excited about what God has given me to speak to you today. We are, we are pumped up about iKids beginning during the 11 o'clock service today. Uh, and getting that rolling again. And I want to encourage you again, either on the website, yourimpactchurch.com slash iKids, or on the Church Center app. If you haven't downloaded that, I encourage you to download that. Uh, either way, you can sign up to be a part of the iKids team, and that's kind of the pace that we're going at with this thing is uh, volunteer base, and we want to love on our kids. We want to pour into our kids. Come on, it's not a babysitting duty. It's an opportunity to speak life. It's an opportunity to share the gospel with young people in our church and build a foundation in them, and I believe we all need to be a part of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. And this coming Saturday... Uh, we have the opportunity for another serve day, and if you've never participated in one of these citywide serve days, we've done this every year since the church started, and it has gotten a little bigger and a little bit bigger, and we've been able to bless more and more people in our community in this way. And so this Saturday, we would encourage you to go on the website, yourimpactchurch.com serve. You can join a team on there, or once again on the Church Center app, you can join a team to serve there. And hey, if you forget all week long to join a team online, you can just show up on Saturday morning right out here in the parking lot at 8 o'clock, and I promise you we will have somewhere that you can serve and be the hands and feet of Jesus in our community. Amen? And so we can't wait to see you. Come on, you get a free t-shirt. Amen. Somebody. We're going to serve our community this Saturday uh, beginning at 8 o'clock, and we usually serve till about noon, and then we have quite a few people that will go eat lunch together, or they might hang out together afterward, or you get done serving and you think, I'm just going home to take me a nap. That is perfectly fine as well, but we're going to show up here at 8 o'clock in this parking lot and uh, gather together, get some instruction, and be the hands and feet of Jesus in our community, amen? So I was thinking uh, a couple of weeks ago, Uh, About a week and a half ago, I was reading something, and uh, it started, the Lord started stirring it in me, and I felt like he started giving me some uh, perspective and started giving me um, some insight into a passage that we are all probably familiar with, and I want to talk about it today. And I was thinking this last week as I was kind of preparing this and putting it together and just really, you know, trying to discern and seek the Lord is what he wanted me to say uh, I was thinking, if I wonder how many of us, can anybody ever remember a time when you were looking for a job? Come on, anybody ever look for a job? Some of y'all are like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no pastor, I don't work. You were looking for a job, and you ever walk in somewhere? I remember when we first moved to uh, this area, and uh, one of the first things that we were trying to do is I needed a job, right? You know, we had just moved from a couple hours away, and we knew what God had put us here to do, but in the meantime... Uh, there needed to be some money coming in. There, there needed to be, I needed to have a job. 
And so I was going into places, you know, and you ever, you know, you go into that place and you get this response, well, we're not hiring. <laughs> well, we're not hiring. Well, I can do anything. Yeah, we're not hiring. Well, I mean, I can like sweep the floor. We're not hiring, right? You go to the next place, we're not hiring. And the next place that we're not hiring until you finally find that place that's hiring. And I remember that. And I, I think that probably most of us can relate to that to some degree. Or maybe you've been the employer who had to tell someone else that you weren't hiring. You've been in that position before. you got people coming in. People are looking for a job. People have been laid off. Things have happened. And they're looking for a job. But we're not hiring right now. And today I want to talk to you for just a few moments. And I've titled this message, if you're taking notes, and I encourage you to take notes today, Not Hiring. Somebody look at your neighbor. Come on, I don't care if they're six feet away. I don't care if you have to shout across the room. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them. Say, I'm not hiring. I am not hiring. And you'll understand where we're going in just a moment. I want to begin today in one of the most popular, most read, most quoted six verses probably in the entire Bible. And it's found in Psalm chapter 23. And I want to read the whole thing, and then I want to talk to you about a few things today as we kind of go through this. This is what it says. The Amplified Bible says it this way. It says, The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. I shall not want. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul or life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. Come on, don't you love the way that that, that translation or that, uh, that version breaks it down and kind of puts it in perspective as to what David is saying and what David has written down? And I was studying on this, and I really felt like Psalm 23 is a psalm for people who feel lost, for those who face sorrow, for those who need hope, for those who need protection, for those who need provision, and those who need rest. Come on, does anybody in the building today fall into one of those categories? <laughs> is there anybody at church today you would say, you know, I've, I've, I've felt a little bit lost. I've faced some sorrow. I might be needing hope. I might be needing protection. I might be needing provision. I'm needing some rest. And I want to give you just two things today. I know normally I have three or sometimes five and but today, I just want to talk about two things that I felt like the Lord wanted me to share with you. And there's a lot more, so this is not the end all to these six verses. But I believe this is what God wanted me to tell you today. Two things I believe the, the Lord kind of showed me and as I was reading through Psalm 23. Here's number one, point number one if you're taking notes. It's in the form of a question. Who or what is shepherding you? Who or what is shepherding you? Now, let me start off by saying this is a very important question. This is a very, very important question. Who or what is shepherding you? And in verse 1, David says, the Lord is my shepherd. 
to feed, to guide, and to shield me, I shall not want. And if you look up what shepherd means, to shepherd, putting it in action, to shepherd means to guide or direct in a particular direction. Let me ask you again. Who or what is shepherding you? Who or what is guiding you and directing you in a particular direction? Are you with me so far today? I know this is pretty basic so far, but we're going somewhere. Who or what is shepherding you? And see, Psalm 23 reveals to us, I believe, how the Lord shepherds us when we allow him to. When the Lord is your shepherd, then he leads you in the way that Psalm 23 talks about in the next five verses. And when the Lord is your shepherd, you will have everything that you need. Verse 1 tells us, when the Lord, he says, listen, the Lord is my shepherd. He's the one who is feeding, guiding, directing, leading me in a particular direction. And I, I love some translations say, I need nothing. I need nothing. I shall not want. Meaning, there is not anything that, that, that God is going to withhold from me that I need when he is the one that is shepherding me. The Lord is my shepherd. He's the one that's guiding and leading me. And so, I think we need to really ask ourselves the question, who or what is guiding me or directing me in a particular direction in my life? And then I want to jump over to John chapter 10 for just a moment. Because this is where Jesus is speaking and he's talking about, he's declaring that he is the good shepherd. And I want us to read about four verses here. Starting in verse 11, this is Jesus. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life. So David is declaring, the Lord is my shepherd. And Jesus in the New Testament says, I'm the good shepherd. And let me tell you what this looks like. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his own life for the sheep. But the hired man who merely serves for wages, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep, when he sees the wolf coming, deserts the flock and runs away. And the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. The man runs because he is a hired hand who serves only for wages and is not concerned about the safety of the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know without any doubt those who are my own, and my own know me, and have a deep personal relationship with me. Let me ask you another question. Is your life being shepherded by the good shepherd or by something or someone that you have hired? Can you declare like David did that the Lord is my shepherd? Or if you look at your life today, you would think, you know what? I've hired some people. I've hired some things. I have some hired hands that when I really stop and think about it have been leading me and guiding me. Have you, have you hired your career to guide and direct you? And wherever your career goes, there you go. And you can't say today, well, the Lord is my shepherd. No, my career is my shepherd. I have hired my career in my life to dictate where I go, how I go, where I go, when I go, what I do, what I don't do. I have hired my I have a hired hand. Have you hired your spouse to guide and direct you? <laughs> have you hired the person that some of you are sitting next to right now? Well, you know, whatever they say goes and wherever they lead, I'm just going to follow. And I don't really, you know, I'm just kind of a laid back. I've just hired my spouse to lead me and guide me and direct me in the path that they think that I should go. And I've got a hired hand. Have you, have you hired your, check this out, your own desires to guide and direct you? Well, this is what I want. 
this is what I deserve. This is what this is what I've had coming. This is this is what God wants for me. And these are my desires and I have hired my own desires and my desires are guiding me. My desires are directing me on a on a particular path in a particular direction. Have you hired your career? Have you hired your spouse? Have you hired your desires? Listen to this. Have you hired the news? Oh, bless God, somebody is about to get real up in church today. <laughs> Have you hired the news to guide and lead and direct you? <laughs> Can you say today, the Lord is my shepherd? Or if you were being honest, would you say, the news is my shepherd? My spouse is my shepherd. I have hired somebody or something in my life that is guiding me and leading me and directing me on a particular path. See, there's a difference between the good shepherd and the workers that we sometimes hire. Well, I feel fearful, so I'm looking to the news, or I'm facing sorrow, so I'm looking to alcohol, or I'm feeling hopeless, so I'm depending on my spouse to make me feel better in a place that they were never meant to be able to handle. I feel lost, and so I'm seeking purpose. And all of the things and people that you are hiring in your life to guide you and lead you and try to shepherd you won't sustain you when you face difficulty. And John 10 says, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. I know the sheep. The sheep know me. The people that are following, they know me. I know them. But listen, this is what he says. But listen, the, somebody that's just hired, that's just working for money, you're just paying somebody to guide and lead and direct you. Somebody that you've just hired, when the wolf comes, they just run away. When trouble comes, alcohol didn't make it go away. When a trial hit, Netflix didn't fix it. When the world's going crazy, the news didn't sustain you. Because when the wolf comes in, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. I lay down my life. I know the sheep. The sheep know me. And I, laid, I have already laid down my life for them. But somebody that you've hired, they'll run away. They'll desert you when you need them most. When something happens in your life, the things that you've hired in your life, the people that you've hired in your life to guide and lead and direct you, they won't be able to get it done. They're not going to be able to get it done. Alcohol will desert you. Your spouse may let you down. The news doesn't bring comfort. Seeking purpose on our own will disappoint because we can't find purpose on our own. Can I say it this way? I feel like if you're seeking purpose, you need to stop seeking purpose and start seeking Jesus. And when you start seeking Jesus and give your life to him, then he gives you purpose. You can't, you can't find purpose on your own. But when you find Jesus, he gives you purpose. He is the purpose. The good shepherd laid down his life for us, and he leads us in the way that we read, that we just read a few minutes ago in Psalm 23. But anything else that you have hired and allowed to guide and direct your life will abandon you when trouble comes. When Jesus is leading you, you have everything that you need. When other people or things or hired hands are leading you, they can't sustain you or provide for all your needs. And some of us are looking to people and looking to other things in our life to provide what we need. And it only comes from one place. It only comes from the good shepherd. Not what we've hired 
in our lives. And so when we turn to the good shepherd, he leads us, he guides us, he directs us. Here's point number two. So you got to ask the question. Well, we got to ask the question, who or what is shepherding me? And here's point number two. It seems pretty simple, but I want to talk about it for just a few moments. The good shepherd leads us faithfully. And let me say this. Let me prerequisite everything we're about to say because you're about to find this out. If you read Psalm 23 and you don't just stop after verse 2, then you figure out that that faithfully, that the good shepherd leading us faithfully doesn't mean problem-free. It doesn't mean that, that everything goes away. It doesn't mean that all your problems go away. It doesn't mean that, that, that you don't struggle sometimes. It doesn't mean that life just becomes perfect. We read, starting in verse 2, He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, that doesn't sound like good. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death. Come on, somebody. Even though life is hard, even though I don't get it, even though I'm walking through a valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. And when we go back to verse 1, we see that the Amplified Bible, it elaborates and tells us that when Jesus is leading us, he feeds us, he guides us, he shields us. And we have to remember that as believers, a lot throughout the Bible, we are referred to as sheep. Can I just tell you this today? You a sheep. <laughs> That's important for you to know. That you are a sheep. And so I studied a little bit about sheep. As I was preparing for this message, I thought, well, if the Bible refers multiple times to us as being sheep, that, that he's the good shepherd, that we are the sheep, and you can read it multiple times all throughout Scripture. I, I studied a few things about sheep, and I think we're going to put these on the screen, I believe. Here's the first thing that we know about sheep. Sheep aren't smart. <laughs> Some of us think, now listen, I don't believe God is calling you stupid, but here's what he is saying. You will never be smart enough to figure it all out and to get it all right and to do it all in your own strength. Sheep are not smart. Some of us think we've got it all together, and we know all of the answers. Sheep are not smart. Sheep aren't smart. Come on, somebody say that out loud. Say, sheep aren't smart. I believe that God is saying that you'll never be smart enough to figure everything out in your life, so you need a shepherd. Why? Because sheep aren't smart. Here's the second thing. Do we have the second one up there? Sheep tend to wander into flowing creeks for water where their wool gets heavy and they end up drowning. Like sheep are looking for water, and this water can be flowing, and they'll just get off in the water. Their wool gets heavy, they get swept away, and they drown. How many of you know when you start looking for your own provision... <laughs> When you start trying to make it happen in your own strength, things get heavy. And it's, a, and it's a burden that you can't bear. And eventually you end up drowning. Listen. When you go looking for your own provision or your own solutions to what you're walking through in life, 
then it tends to weigh you down. You end up over your head, and what you thought was the solution is now something that's drowning you. Because you were just trying to look for provision on your own. You were trying to look for a solution on your own. Listen, sheep have a tendency to wander into places where they end up drowning. When we follow Jesus, part of his faithful leading is that he provides peaceful places of rest and provision. He leads us exactly where we're supposed to be. And you and I need a shepherd who leads us to calm water. To calm water. Not us wandering into water that causes us to get heavy and drown. But he wants to lead us where we're supposed to be. Some more things that I discovered about sheep. Here's the next one. Sheep have no natural defense. No claws. No horns. No fang. You ever seen a, a, a fanged sheep? <laughs> you ever just been driving down the road and saw a sheep just get up and, you know? Just get up on two legs and get ready to attack. Sheep, sheep can't fight their own battles. Sheep were not designed to fight their own battles. Once again, you're a sheep. And I think we are trying to fight our own battles many times we have a tendency to fight our own battles but sheep can't do it they were not designed to do it they have no natural defense mechanism they can't on their own defend themselves so they need a shepherd they need somebody not somebody who's just hired they need the shepherd that's going to fight off all of the things that are trying to take you out Sheep have no natural defense. Here's the next one. That sheep are helpless. Sheep are helpless. You can try to fight the enemy in your own strength all day long, but it's only when you surrender your life to the one who died for you and wants to lead you that you can actually walk in victory. You can try to fight it all day long. You can, try to, you can try to figure it out all day long. You can try to fight off the enemy all day long in your own strength. But it's only when you surrender your life to Jesus, the good shepherd. You need a shepherd. Are you with? Are you, is anybody getting the point that you need a shepherd? Not something that you've hired. Not somebody that you have hired. You need the good shepherd. You need a shepherd with a rod and a staff to protect and guide you. And here's, here's the last thing, and then we'll get off of this because I don't want to hurt your feelings for too long. But here's the last one. It's that sheep have no sense of direction. Sheep have no sense of direction. We like to think we have a sense of direction. But when we are on our own, when we're, when we're not submitted to Jesus... We don't have any sense of direction. We can try this and try that and try to go here and try to do that and try to figure this out. But we really were not created to know where to go on our own. We need a shepherd to lead us. You can't rely on what you think is the right way to go or the right decision to make. You have to rely on the word of God. You've got to rely on the Holy Spirit. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 7. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. 
See, when we, when we are simply following our good intentions or something in life that we've hired, we can be swept away by waters that could have been avoided. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to walk through anything hard. Because he does say, the Lord is my shepherd. And even when I'm walking through a sunless, dark valley, the shadow of death, I still don't feel fear any evil. Because I know that you're there. Because I have submitted my life to the good shepherd. Not other things. Not other people. I have submitted my life to Jesus. And so I know that he is there. Mark 6 and verse 34. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them. Why? Because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Jesus gets off the boat and he looks at the crowd and he has compassion on them. Why? They're helpless. They have no sense of direction. They were not created to operate like that. They're like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Isaiah 53 verse 6. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Come on, is anybody thankful today that even though you decided to go your own way, that God put the sin of everybody on Jesus. Jesus drank the cup, died for you and me, gave his life for you and me. They don't take my life, I lay it down. He laid his life down for us. Even though we have been like sheep and have strayed away, we have left God's past to follow our own. The Lord laid on him the sins of us all. We're like sheep and we have to surrender our lives completely to the good shepherd who knows how and where to lead us. Listen, sheep are totally dependent on their shepherd for everything. Sheep, we have to be dependent on our shepherd for everything. Although we may face stressful situations, God leads us safely through as a shepherd would do for his sheep. He refreshes me. He restores me. He leads me toward righteousness. Why? It's important. For his name's sake. Why is Jesus leading you toward righteousness? For his name's sake. Why is Jesus leading me toward righteousness? For his name's sake. Because it's who he is. It is his character. Why is he lead, Why can I trust Jesus to lead me on the path toward righteousness? It's because that's who he is. For his name's sake, my name will not be shamed. I will do what I said I will do. I am who I said I am, and I will lead you on this path. If you will surrender your life to me. Surrender your life to me. I want to bring the worship team back up. And let's read the last two verses of Psalm 23. Verses 5 and 6 says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of of the Lord. Can I tell you today that you are invited 
to sit down at the table that God has prepared for you right in the middle of your enemies. David says, you have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. For those who are following Jesus and following his leading, his presence is always present. You can always worship him. You can always abide in him. You can always dwell in the presence of the Lord. David said, I have been following the good shepherd and goodness, mercy, and unfailing love have been following me. The Lord is my shepherd and by the end of it, surely, goodness, mercy, unfailing love are following me. But you were just talking about all the enemies, yeah, but goodness is still there. But Gabe, you don't understand what I'm walking through. You don't understand what this feels like. You don't understand what's going on in my life. Yeah, but goodness is still there. Well, I'm walking through a real valley right now. I know that David's talking about the valley, the shadow of death. Like You don't understand, but his goodness is still there. His goodness is still, yeah, well, but you were, you were just mentioning the valley of the shit. Yeah, but his unfailing love is still there. No matter what we're walking through, God is faithful. And too often, we get frustrated in the middle. And dare I say, it might be because we have hired some things. We have, we have thought that, well, when I did this, I thought that everything would be great. I thought that everything would be fixed. I thought that everything would be straightened out. I thought that, no, it, here's what David said. The Lord is my shepherd. Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow. You mean you're following Jesus, the good shepherd, and you're walking through a valley, a sunless valley, the shadow of death? Yeah, but goodness mercy and unfailing love are still following me you mean that there are enemies all around you and there is stuff going on all around you in your life yeah but God has prepared a table right in the middle of it all and goodness and mercy and unfailing love are still following me Come on, we've been talking about, we haven't been in a series, but we've really kind of been in a series. <laughs> because everything I feel like the Lord is giving me is he is trying to get you, listen to me, he is trying to get you to actually follow him. Because I think for too long, we've just settled in. I prayed a prayer one time. Got saved. Are you following? It's like everything that I am reading right now in the Word. The Holy Spirit keeps saying, see? They followed. See what David said? The Lord is my shepherd. He's leading me. I'm following him. You see what Jesus said? He said, He said, come follow me and I will make you fishers of people. What he didn't say, 
not trying to get all over you today, but what he didn't say was come pray a prayer and then go back home. <laughs> That's not what he said. He said, hey, hey, come follow me. Come follow me. Well, what's that going to look like? Well, I'm, I'm going to lead you where you need to be. There's going to be times of rest. There's going to be some calm water. There's going to be some times where you're walking through a sunless valley of the shadow of death. There's going to be enemies around you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to protect you. I'm faithful. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love are following you. But here's the call. Got to follow. And I would, if I could just submit something to you. I think you're either following Jesus, who's the good shepherd, or you've hired somebody. Or you've hired something. And you're content. You're content with just following that, being led by that, submitting to that. And here's what Jesus said. He said, follow me. I'm the good shepherd. And listen what I did for you. I laid down my life for all of you. I know you. And when I'm your shepherd, you'll know me. And you'll know my voice. And even when you walk through things, you'll fear no evil. Why? Because I'm with you. My presence is there. Listen, we could go around the room today, and everybody would have a story about something that we were leaning on. That when trouble came, it ran away. Couldn't sustain us. Felt lost. We've got to follow Jesus. Follow after Jesus. Will you stand to your feet today? I want to ask you one more time. We're going to pray. Is the Lord your shepherd? Or have you been relying on hired hands that have let you down and deserted you? And today, you know, I need to start following Jesus. I need the good shepherd. And maybe, just maybe, it's time that you posted a sign in your life that says this, not hiring. I'm walking through something hard right now. I'm not hiring. I'm in a valley right now, but I'm not hiring. I'm in a tough spot right now, 
read the sign. I'm not hiring. I'm not hiring anybody else or anything else to lead my life. I have already decided. I'm not hiring. Not hiring. God, we thank you today. Lord, that you are the good shepherd. God, that you've saved us to follow you. So, Lord, I pray right now, if there's anybody in this room, maybe they've been following something else, somebody else, some hired hand that has deserted them, will desert them, won't be able to sustain them, and right now, you've shown them my prayer is that they would turn from that and they would turn back to you. That they would follow after you with all of their life. Knowing that even when it gets hard, I'm not going to stop following. I'm going to follow the good shepherd. His presence is there. His protection is there. His guidance is there. My life is his. My life is his. And I just want you to ask the Holy Spirit today with just right there in your in your own way. Just ask him. Am I following you or something else? What turn do I need to make right now? to follow the good shepherd. Lord, I pray as we sing this last song, God, I pray that you would would speak to us, that you would reveal what needs to be revealed, that you would do what needs to be done, that we would completely surrender our life to you. In Jesus' name.